We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the True Faith Weekly Podcast Big Match Preview. I'm Alex Hurst, joined by Ben Wade and Andrew Bolland on the line, obviously podcast regulars. And also, it's a special occasion because we're joined by one-time podcast regular and Ipswich fan Mike Crean, who is also now host and producer of his own podcasts, uh, which he can tell us a little bit about later if you didn't already know about it. So, welcome lads. We're here to preview for you, Newcastle United versus Ipswich Town, 3pm kickoff this coming Saturday afternoon. And Newcastle obviously had a very good result against Barnsley in the week and we'll, we'll roll on to a, to another home game uh, against Ipswich, who who had a good result as well, uh, finally getting the win against Burton 2-0 in midweek. And Ben, I was at the match with you on, on Tuesday in Barnsley, though you declined the, to come on the podcast. You, you were more of a, a, an interested observer than a participant. Um, how, you know, I'll get you, before you come to Mike, I know you've got some questions to Mike. Um, I'll just get your thoughts on Tuesday quickly, Ben, since you were in the podcast. Comfortable enough win? Yeah, it just looks really good again. I, I didn't think it was one of our best performances, but really solid they never looked really looked like scoring um, I thought Gale was, was really good looked dangerous all the time it, I think it was one of the, one of you said made the point how good he is under a high ball he, he just he's such a nuisance for himself um, considering he was playing against two two centre backs that were considerably taller than him he, he, he did as good a job as, as Mitro could have done I think or, or Murphy he was, he was just a nuisance all night and his pace is obviously devastating um, and he, he just I, I thought it was just a really solid performance I thought Shelby again was brilliant um, and then uh, just yeah it was. I, I don't think there was anyone else that was really stood out but just a solid performance good to see you away from home Great and that's you know we all hope we can take that into Saturday I'm sure we will so why don't you take it away I know you've got some questions for Mike as the Ipswich fan and obviously Mike will be up in Newcastle for the game Yes yeah, so Mike obviously um, it's been a bit of a <laughs> I, d- I don't know if you would say it boring but the, uh, the run of form that they've been recently how, how do you see this season going so far? Um, well, it's, it's been a very frustrating one to be perfectly honest um, started so well first game of the season popped down we got uh, four goals in the second half against Marty 1-4-2 and then since then until until Tuesday night against Burton we'd only scored four goals in between the first game of the season and, and Tuesday night uh, one of them being Scott Carson throwing it into the back of the net against them because we had one shot against them so we're not exactly the most free-flowing, open creative attacking team at the moment. Um, so it, it's a bit of a funny one. We, we've got see, the joint best defensive record in the league, but we, we, we scored 
nine goals. Um, we've got ten goals conceded nine this season, and it's just kind of on the back of previous seasons that's made it even more frustrating. Because now we're the longest-serving club in the Championship now, and it's just been year after year, apart from the odd foray into playoff here and there, it's been year after year of lower mid-table and, and battling it out for that for 12th, 13th place. And while McCarthy's improved things a lot. It's, it's just getting to a point now where there's, there's a lot of people disillusioned, gradually disillusioned, more disillusioned with every season that goes past. And uh, starting the season uh, with a lack of, the severe lack of goals and, uh, and the sort of approach we're taking the games isn't helping. Now, um, I don't care how we play as long as we win, but the fact is that when you're not winning and you're, and you're setting up so negatively against teams and you put that in combination with the fact that we've we've been in a championship for so long, we haven't even been relegated from the big excitement. Um, then there's a general apathy around the club at the moment. Um, more and more people are drifting away each season, and, and you know every time it takes a longer run of good form um, to bring people back. So while we're well within touching distance of the playoffs at the moment, it's uh, it's been quite a frustrating start of the season because we really need to to hit the ground running to to build some. Honest, like the last 
few seasons. I just want the last six games for us to have a chance of getting in the playoffs. Um, now, a lot of town fans are very, um, very hacked off by that sort of attitude. And there's a lot, there's a lot of this McCarthy apologist sort of talk going around, um, which is never good. But it, it, to be perfectly honest, I remember being away last other season when we got into the playoffs. And there were people kicking off there. People kicking off in the running when, when we were getting in the playoffs after a brilliant season, having had years and years and years of, of nothing. Um, so there's always going to be that element, like like any club. But but it is growing, and here's the problem: when 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 it's on the back of so many seasons of of, of going nowhere, um, and you do play not the most attractive football, it is going to start turning people away, and, and that is the risk with McCarthy. Um, and his attitude sort of rubs a few of the fans up the wrong way as well. Um, so, it, as I say, it's gonna, it, it, every time that we go on a bad run, it takes a longer and longer run of form to, to build back uh, trust and in, in, yeah. buzz around the team again. Very interesting. Uh, very interesting. Mike Bolland, I know you want to talk to Mike a little bit about the game coming up this weekend. Uh, yeah, I so You mentioned... Um Briefly, there that he's not scored a lot of goals this season. Um, a familiar figure to Newcastle fans up front for years, uh, Leon Best. Uh, yeah. Is he something that Newcastle should be worried about? What's been happening with him? Is he just not creating the chances, or has he not been getting looking for the goals? Or as uh, the magic touch he had at Newcastle worn off by now? Uh, to, to be fair, the best. He, he's re- he's improving with every game. Now, his game against Burton was by far the best. He was, his link up play was excellent. Um, and, and, and he's starting to look really good. The problem with him is that he, he came to us uh, once the season had started and he hadn't had a pre-season. So it's taken a fair few games for him to get up to speed um, with the score. We've had a lot of injuries since letting letting go of Murphy, which has not helped with the uh, with the goal tally. But um, yeah, it's taken best a few games to, to get into the flow of things purely because he hadn't had that pre-season and he's come into a, a season that's already up and running. Um, but he is starting to look good uh, against Burton, as I say, linked up the play really well and, and some, some nice touches. So he's getting there. He, he just needs that goal now. But um, yeah, he, he's, he's starting the fire. So hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, it'll be on Saturday because uh, we do need some strikers. But we need anyone to score goals. But um, we certainly need him to, to keep improving. But yeah, he's, he's, he's a decent player. Yes, I mean, I was just talking earlier. Goal record for Newcastle is actually surprisingly good, and I think most of them yeah. came in the Premier League rather than the Championship as well. Um, yeah. He's had a bit of a, a tough time with injuries, but it seems that Rob Rum at the back end of last season, he came back and started scoring a few goals, so I'd like to uh, get back to what he was like at Newcastle, just not, not at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny one because I, wrote when we, I think the time we signed him, it was there was quite a bit of, there was a little bit of dissent around in in the in the in general people were happy to have him but it, it was we'd got rid of Murphy and we really needed a, a ready made replacement to come in and hit the ground running. So there was always that caveat like great to have best but we need someone else as well. Um and and then we got injuries to the goals and Pittman our, our main two strikers and, and we were up um, up a creek without a paddle. But I, I, I think it, there was a there was an impression that, that when Best came in obviously came in on a free and He's, he's been around a, a lot, a, a lot of clubs, and that's always the worry. Why is it? Is it not worked out? But to be to be fair to him, his attitude seems spot on since he's joined. And as I say, with every game, he's improving. So um, yeah, we, we desperately need him at the moment to keep on that on that upward curve. 
just to come in there uh, to confirm to listeners, um, I was looking when I did my True Faith match preview before. Uh, I was looking at Leon Best's record compared to or oh, just well, his, his record, and when we signed him in January in the, in 2010. He didn't score in any of his 13 appearances in the championship, and he used to get absolutely slated for it. It was like, he's a load of rubbish. And a, a, a little bit of parallel with the struggles Diame's been having, although I wouldn't say Diame's been rubbish. Um, but, you know, Best went on to score 10 goals in 29 games in the Premier League for Newcastle, better than 1-3 in three, in a very bad team <laughs> most of the time. Um, so, you know, it's, 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 it, it's just kind of proof that players need time to settle in at clubs and... Like, you know, there's a small cult following for Leon Best, of which Bolland is a fully paid-up member. Um, so maybe, you know, I suppose I'm, the point I'm getting at is give give lads a bit of time, uh, particularly when they come to new clubs. It's not always uh, an easy process. And I'm, I'm sure, that, I think Dion may will score on Saturday, but um, just because he's been so close to scoring. Uh, but we'll see. Mike, Just I've got a couple of questions for you. Um, do you think first goal, if, if Ipswich concede first on Saturday, is that it? Um, pretty, pretty much um, uh, that's the thing I mean we, we've got a few attacking players coming back as, as I've touched on before we really need something to defend we're, we're cracking away from home. we'll be well organised but if we, we go behind like we did against Brentford um, earlier in the season then then we really struggle um, to, to break the teams down McGoldrick who is our, <laughs> our, our best striker by a mile out injured he's one of the only players in the team who can play a forward pass um, and Pittman likewise as well. We're getting a few players back, our creative midfielders, and a few young lads on loan as well. That are starting to starting to grow in the team, so we're beginning to get that creativity back. But I'll be perfectly honest, McCarthy is going up there for a nil-nil draw yeah. <laughs> all day long, uh, which I would be delighted with. Um, I think it's the right approach to the way we are at the moment. But yeah, if we if we do go behind, then, then we struggle. It's, um, it, it, sorry, go on. So I was going to say, I've said on the, the pod quite a lot this season, um, there's Huddersfield um, and Fulham to an extent uh, and Wolves all set the example of how to beat Newcastle, albeit on those three occasions. Uh, Huddersfield and Fulham are vastly different Newcastle side, not in terms of personnel and tactics because we're still very much fighting our feet and... Um, Fulham, uh, sorry, Wolves team selection probably wasn't spot on and it had an all-round off day. So I'm not saying that playing these tactics will <laughs> beat Newcastle far from it. And I think it was uh, Mickey who said on the podcast on Tuesday when I put this to him that doesn't matter how some teams play, if we're, if we're on form, if the spine of our team, Darlow, Clark, Shelby uh, and Gale, if, if they all don't have bad games, if they all play reasonably well, that's it. There's not nothing doing. But I'll put it to you... Um, the the man you man you just got a second penalty in two minutes. Uh, it's totally unrelated to this. Sorry, it's just funny. Um, so, uh, and, and I suppose I'm, I'm going to put it to you because I've been really surprised. I was really surprised by Brentford. You know, Brentford came like Ipswich, or coming at the time with the Championship's best defence before we stuck three past them um, in first gear. And you know, a couple of other teams have come to St James's and played Newcastle. A derby or another one. I was really surprised that they didn't watch that those those games that Newcastle lost and thought, well, let's just replicate it. And then I've had a, th- a bit of a think about it since and thought, actually, it's quite hard to do what those teams did. It's not it's not easy. So what what's the the ideal way for me for a team to play against Newcastle is to sit relatively deep, but not too deep, not not on your own eighteen yard box, 
maybe about, maybe about one third through your own half, maybe five, ten yards outside your box. Sit deep like that and press relentlessly. Press like Bayern Munich under Guardiola. Press like um, Barcelona under Guardiola until the halfway line. So let our centre backs have the ball in our own half. But we come in, we come into um, your half, and there's not one player on, on on the guy with the ball. There's two, there's three, and it's just rel- relentless. And I don't know if you've you seen our goals against Brentford, Mike. No, I didn't know. Okay, well, you'd see John Joe Selvey with the freedom of St James's Park about two thirds of the way into Brentford half. Brentford sitting really, really, really deep and on scoring from across. Yeah. And and I just thought, what you know, is is it is it? I'm I'm kind of asking you as a fan of a a long time Championship team and someone who knows your own team much better than I do. Do you think McCarthy will come and and, and try the ultra press? Because obviously, without press and style, if Newcastle get through it. You've got problems, but the only teams yeah. that have, have taken points from Newcastle this season are the ones who've done this like insane. It's almost just like it's it's almost like a quarter of the pitch, you know, from the halfway line to your yeah. third of the pitch, where they're just not going to let anyone have any time on the ball. And if they if we want to play balls over the top, then then fine. The keeper the keeper will, is basically plays a bit bit like a sweeper will come off the line. And if it, you know, it's quite a hard skill to do. Do you think Ipswich will do that, or do you think they'll play the Brentford way of just get everyone right back and say break us down, which we will? Yeah, unfortunately, I think it's going to be the latter, the Brentford <laughs> way. Um, I was actually going to ask you what, yeah, what was it that Wolves and, and Huddersfield did to break you down? I assumed it would be that that, that that hard press, but yeah, we're, we're, we're going to sit a bit bit too deep, um, I think. And the problem we have with that is. I mean, that's fine, but organised, um, the, the midfield and defence, very well organised as a defender's unit. But the problem is, we we don't have anyone from the midfield that ever picks the ball up off the defence. So when we do get the ball back situations and we're deep, then all that happens is Christoph Berra gets the ball and we'll ping it. I don't mind a long ball if it's an actual long pass, but you can't even direct <laughs> a long pass. <laughs> So it, it, it's very much that it, there can be occasions when we're that deep and there's no one picking it up off us, even if we defended defended the line well and the defence have the ball and there's no one picking it up off them and it has to go long to, you know, and then we're chasing and then it's turned round again. We pulled a bit out of shape and then we can be in trouble. I, yeah, I, I just don't see McCarthy. I think that sort of pressing is a bit too much on the front foot, even though it's, a, it's an essentially defensive tactic. Um, I'd, I'd love to be proved wrong, but uh, it's, uh, I get the feeling that we're just going to sit in a bit, a bit more like it sounds Brentford did, and uh, and keep our fingers crossed to a certain extent. I mean, whilst the defence and midfield have been defensively very sound this season, it's also our, our keeper Bielkowski has got us out of jail on a number of occasions this year, and he's been absolutely superb. So, you know, there have been plenty of times when teams broken through us. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I do think it, it will be quite a, a, deep, a deep line. Unfortunately, that, that could, as you say, play into Shelby's hands and, and the rest of your, your midfield in particular. Yeah, so, we'll see, but yeah, I think it will be that way. The one thing our lads want is time and space, particularly on the ball. And yeah. you know, we'll, I mean, it's there's two sides of the coin because Wolves. We we played Wolves twice inside three days. We we'll beat them in the cup straight after they beat us in the league, and they, obviously their tactics were exactly the same because they'd worked, and we should have beat them six. Yeah. We should have beat them six nil. You know, we beat them two nil. But it's like it's it, it's almost like everyone in the team has to be so finely tuned and fit, and not carrying an injury, and there has to be everything go right for it to work. But when it works, it's it's pretty spectacular. 
Um, and the fact that those teams, even Huddersfield now, but particularly Fulham and Wolves, are so inconsistent <laughs> suggests that it's a uh, you know McCarthy's method uh, is probably more consistent. The players are probably better trained and better drilled doing it. It just might not work this yeah. weekend. Um, Bolland, I'll bring you in. Um, there's, there's a lot of rumours at the moment um, because obviously now we'll, we'll face Ipswich and then we'll have Preston twice in a week. Got them on Tuesday in the Cup at home and then we've got them at Deepdale on Saturday, which we'll be going to, of course. Um, team selection and rotation. A lot of people are suggesting that this is the game we're going to see some quite heavy rotation. Your thoughts on that? And, and, and would you would you, um, would you you like to see certain players get a, get a chance this game or would you rather have kept, kept the winning team that's served us so well recently? I don't think we'll see it at home against Ipswich. I think you'll go with pretty much the same team that we saw at Barnsley. He seemed really settled on his back four at the minute. I don't see that changing at all. Um, in midfield, you might see Atu come in and we'll call back, but I fully expect Shelby and Richie to start again. And Diame and Gale will start up front again. Um, I think you have to keep persevering with Diame in the hope that something's going to spring to life with him. Maybe a goal or an assist. Uh, I think it'll be the games against Preston that we actually see the likes of Mitrovic, probably Perez, um, and the likes. But as far as the rotation of our team goes, I don't mind it. Like as Rafa keeps saying, he, he said uh, either today or yesterday, like, we might be top of the league, but this is still a really, really long race, and it's vital that we keep the players that have done so well for us fit, uh, healthy, and fresh. Um, for the upcoming games. Fair enough. And Ben, uh, would you would you change anything from what you saw on Tuesday? Do you think maybe it's time for Mitrovic? And he, obviously, Rafa still likes Perez. Um, I mean, we didn't even have a centre back on the bench on on uh, on Tuesday. Do you do you see anything changing, or, or you like Bolland? Do you think he's going to be more the same? No, I think there will be changes. He, he has been consistent, and mate, I think callback will probably come in. Um, he seems to have been playing a lot of the home games. <clears throat> I think uh, I, I still think that has got to play a, a, like a massive role to play in this team. I think obviously there's a, he, he's been away with um, and then been injured. Yeah. So I mean, when when he comes back, I would expect him to come in. So what you were saying there, you think he's got his back four settled? I, I would disagree. I think he'll bring Mbemba back in when he's fit. Um, but for the minute, I think he does fancy Lascelles over. Well, the Sells and Clark over Hadley. Um, so yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they didn't change. Maybe um, the, the full-backs, you might, you might see a little bit of rotation there just to keep things fresh. But I, I think he'll stick with the, the core that are doing the job for us at the minute in terms of Shelby, um, Diarmi and Gale. I, I don't really see him changing them because it's so key for the um, for the team at the minute, I think. I mean, Diarmi's been in a lot of stick, but I think he does a lot of, of good work. Um for the team that, that goes goes it's sort of unheralded it goes unnoticed um, and I, I don't think he, I think we'll, we'll, we'll lose a lot if, if you were to take any of those players out I mean you see you saw the difference when Perez came in the other week um, he just he can't hold the ball up he's, he's sort of a bit too weak at the minute I think he just he's, he's attitude as well maybe he's not trying as hard um, and I, I didn't think he was particularly um, very good the other week against Brentford so I, it's, uh, I could see Diome. He looks short on confidence. He looks short on confidence, Perez. I think. I yeah. think a, any question about his attitude? I just think he's trying things, but he does get the ball. It's just not happening. I don't know. He's, he's, but he's 
not. He's, I don't think he's working as hard as he should be. If, in that in that scenario, if your confidence is low, then you can make up for it by working hard and, and putting in the graft. And he's just not. He's not doing that. So I, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm maybe being a bit harsh on him, but I just think that he, he could be doing more to try and sort of kickstart his form. You know what I mean? So if if, if he was working a lot harder, he might get a break where a ball falls from right. I mean, to be, to be fair to him, he, he had one or two opportunities against Brentford where he was a bit unlucky. Um, but I just, I just think we're, we're looking more solid side with the army in there, uh, and then as I say, Shel- I mean Shelby's untouchable in this league at the minute. Like, likewise with Gale, so I, I don't see him dropping either of those two. While, especially while they're in the former in. I have a feeling that he might bring in someone like Lazar. He's brought Lazar on in the last three games, I think, or the last two games. Is it two games we've played since international break? There, he's brought him on in each game when he hasn't really needed to. So I th- well I, I, I think he's building him up towards something. So I think he'll he'll either start Saturday or Tuesday. Um, and I can like I probably agree with you. I think callback comes back in. Um, what'll be interesting for me is if he plays Shelby in the cup. But we'll we'll leave that for for another day. Um, bringing it back round to Mike then. Mike you lost Daryl Murphy. Uh, is it? I know obviously you said at the time it was good money for the club and at his age. But is it frustrating that you know he hasn't even been on the bench for Newcastle in a league game? <laughs> Um, yeah. Is it frustrating? Yeah. Do, do, do you think things might turn out a little bit different if you if you kept hold of him? Yeah, I mean, this is what I was going to bring up. I wanted to ask you what you thought of him. You've obviously not had much of a chance to, to make any judgments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at the time, uh, I said it was a it was a good move all round, provided that providing we got a replacement in um, before the end of the transfer window. It's like good money. Um, you know, he's. he's in the latter stage of his career now, it's a good move for him. He's been a brilliant servant to the club. Provided that we get someone in before the transfer window closed, I was happy with it. The fact is, we didn't. And then, true to form, David McGoldrick got another <laughs> injury. Um, and then, Brett Pitt followed him on the treatment table as well. So, we've been left with, yeah, trying to get Leon Best up to fitness. Uh, Freddie Sears, who's been played wide for the last year or so. Um, and before the Burn game, Hunt scored in 38 games. <laughs> I don't know what the lads think, but our, he's played one game, I think, uh, which was the the cup game. Cup game yeah, and, and I thought he was, I thought he was excellent. I thought he he provided what we were missing against Wolves when because when a team presses you that high like Wolves did, um, you need that target man there because yeah, well, if there's no space, if there's literally no space in the midfield, you're going to need someone to, to um, you know occupy defenders and hold the ball up. And he did that really, really well, and he was a big contributing factor yeah. in that win. But that's all we've had. <laughs> um, he, yeah. he, he really unlucky. He nearly scored a couple of goals as well. But I suppose it's just nice as a Newcastle fan having you know if Gale gets injured, 
nightmare if if Mitrovic gets injured. Nightmare, but then we've still got Daryl Murphy to come in. Um, not I think st- I think with the number of attacking midfielders you've got as well, he's, he's perfect. He can he holds the ball up so well, and he as I say, he, he attracts at least two defenders for every ball in the box, for every ball up there. He's a great. He, he takes so many hits. He might not score. He had, had one marvelous season for us, but he might not score that many in general. But with the attacking players he got in the team, I, I, I would think it, it'd fit in perfectly. It falls up to him. Um, everything sticks. So yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to see him get another chance. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Hopefully, not score on Saturday if he does. I doubt you're leaving me on the bench, mate. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I suppose yeah. Bolland Bennett. It, I, I'll pass this the last part over to you then. Um, Thought, thoughts on the game? Do you? I'll start with you, Bollens. Do you do you see it another very straightforward three points, or a bit more concerned? No, I'm expecting it to be another pretty comfortable Saturday afternoon for us. Um, I don't see anyone in that Ipswich side that's going to cause us any trouble. Sorry, Mike. Um, it's going to be very much the business as usual for Newcastle. I feel two two nil, three nil. We'll walk in the park again. Ben? Yeah, same. I, I, I think we've, we're getting used to just being comfortable in this division. I think the, the players I mentioned before, um, our sort of star, star players in Gale and, and Shelby are, are just a step above this. Um, I think Shelby's performances have been growing into this season. Um, he's, he's been brilliant the last sort of five or six games. Um, and I, I don't think there's any, there's any teams out there that have got a player that can sort of get, keep him under wraps. Um, I mean, I think that it'll be interesting to see, as you said earlier, sort of how a switch come in approach the game. I, I fully expect them to do, as you were saying, just sort of sit deep. But if, if they give Shelby time on the ball, he's, he's just going to pick them apart and it'll not matter sort of how, how many men they've got behind the ball. He'll, he'll find the right passes to get through them. So, um, I mean, I, it, it could be, it could be a, an interesting one in terms of um, if, if we are denied the sort of space up front in terms of Gale and, and Diame, but I, I think it'll be a, it'll be interesting to see um, if Diame does play, sort of what what impact he can have. Hopefully, he could have a, a big game. Um, but yeah, I think it'll be it'll be comfortable and see Newcastle winning it, sort of two two or three nil. It's, it's one of them at the minute. It's sort of catch twenty two for Ipswich because obviously they're going to have to score at Beers, but they have to score more than us. No way, it's James. Isn't in our current form that we're not going to score goals so coming and sitting back yeah you may have a decent 20 minutes but inevitably we are going to score that's just how how it feels like at the minute Um, and Mike yeah how do you see what this one going Mike yeah um, unfortunately I wouldn't really argue against any of that Um, I think yeah we won't set up for a 0-0 draw I'll be absolutely over the moon if we get that Um, but I, I just think Thank you very much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Um, we will be back uh, straight after the the episode game. We'll have a podcast out after the match, as we we'll always do. Uh, Mike will join us for that as well. So he's sticking around for the weekend. 
and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at TF Weekly Pod. Mike, do you just want to give your, your new podcast a plug to the listeners out there? Yeah, so, um, yeah, it's uh, for the football bloody hell, as Dodsey uh, every now and then uh, turns up as a, as a pundit on it as well. But, um, yeah, we talk about everything Premier League on Monday evenings uh, every week. Um, so, yeah, we're on Twitter at FBH Weekly Pod. Um, so, uh, yeah, do give us a listen every Monday night um, and uh, give us a review on iTunes, please, please, for the love of God. <laughs> Great. <laughs> this has been True Faith Witty Podcast. We will speak to you soon. <laughs>